Welcome to the Helihead Show. This is episode number 41. I am your host, Skits, and with me is Gucci. Hello, my friends. And we got, wait, hold on. Yard sale's back? What up? Man, but no fence post. But we got Flip Flop. Hey, how's it going? And we've got a special guest, Greg Ringel, all the way from Arizona. Yo, yo, yo. All right. Damn, we're still getting get rid of that music. Man, it's still there. Mm. Yep. I'm here in dedication. Feeling like poopy. I'm uh, Dan Reed because these slack asses don't know how to edit. So, <laughs> what's a guy to do? You're a soldier. You're a trooper, man. Come on. People better Suck. appreciate this shit. You're the only pissed. company man we have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we missed you, Yard Sale. I uh, I gotta be honest, I kind of missed doing it. Oh, it's been a while. So I'm excited. We're definitely. But I did. I feel like you guys should have brought me in with some old '90s wrestling intro music, though. <laughs> that would have been more proper. <laughs> oh man, that'd have been good. That would have been good. Wow, you've missed a lot. You've been away for a while. I know. What's well, been? Well, I I did like a half a show. Yeah, uh, but this might be the first full one if we make it all the way through since <laughs> maybe like Thanksgiving. Yeah, let's see if we can make it happen. Mike <laughs> has since retired his uh, airplanes and he's brought his helis back out. That must mean that spring is coming. Spring is in the air. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Finally got his clutch built back in his Protos from <laughs> five months ago. And test flown. And test flown. Wow. Yeah, I'm an overachiever. <laughs> how, how many flights mike uh that's a good question uh maybe maybe three or four Ooh, take it easy oh, i thought you're gonna say one <laughs> no three or four how only because i the only other thing i brought was electric and who wants to fly that what oh man i tell you well it's it's been super cold up here too, you know. So <laughs> it's been super cold here. I can't lie. Um, really? Yeah, you know, RCHO is we. Were, I think we were mentioning like twenty degrees when you're trying mm-hmm. to film somebody flying in twenty-two degree weather. Like it's no fun at all. So yeah, try that four months out of the year. Mm, no thanks. I'm good. <laughs> yep. yeah. I mean, it was like thirty something this past weekend, and we were complaining about our fingers. Not feeling too too yeah. bad, yeah. too good. Gucci so. decides to do uh, the longest hover I've ever seen when it's <laughs> twenty degrees. Hmm. I don't know how. You, I, I yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> Those fingers are locked in that position. You better make yeah. sure. That right. it's, yeah, don't like... don't move it out of frame because I can't find it again. <laughs> right. Yeah. Jeez. No thanks. I'm good. You guys can keep it. So, flip flop. What have you been up to, man? Won't you? Uh, I tell you what. Why don't we go ahead and kick this the shindig off? We'll do it right. And uh, why don't we start with uh, flip flop and see what he's been doing? So, all right. Without further ado, though, of course, we'd like to thank everyone for downloading, streaming, and listening to our podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. Hit it. 
All right. So, number one, I flew on Sunday and uh, started practicing some autos. So, nice. I'm starting you know, around uh, eye height, I guess, or so, or head height, and hit and hold and seeing how it goes. So, it went pretty well. Um, just tried a few. So I'm going to work up to, you know, a little bit higher, a little bit higher, a little bit higher and see. Hopefully I don't just pancake it into the ground like I think I will. So we'll, well see it's, how that It's goes. actually harder when you're lower. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because it's harder to gain head speed back. Okay. Well, you can't gain right. head speed back, so. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're kind of yeah. just like controlled falling at that point. Yeah. Rather than autoing. Yeah, and it drifts on me a little bit, so I have to bring it back a little bit because i just, just it. it kind of drifts out a little bit take it to the moon yeah. yeah and there's there's plenty of videos out there too i mean i think smack talk has videos and um i'm sure there's others out there too that uh kind of give you some pointers on where and when to do things you know yeah yeah i need to go back and watch those i watched them uh you know a while ago but starting to starting to get back into it so Nice. So I'll go back and watch those again. So today I got my, all the way from Hong Kong, got my XL Power Wraith E760. That's amazing. Airframe, yep. So I'll be F3C and everybody, you know. I'll be with the F- <laughs> F3C guys, I guess. F3C, so, yeah. Yep, what in F3C the hell happened yeah. to this show? I know, right? <laughs> we have to dedicate planes. a whole episode just to it, you know. Just to <laughs> F3C. There's a podcast that does that already, so... I'm saving a vacation day for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, so that came a little bit earlier than I expected. That was pretty quick. Um, So I have a motor on the way, I have an ESC on the way. Got to get some servos, some cyclic servos, but everything else I have. So I'm going to start putting it together probably tomorrow. And then I'll take some pictures, post them up on the Heliheads Facebook page and excel power page and probably the hangout and that kind of stuff so nice since it's not really a well-known model since you know mostly people across you know in in japan have it and things like that so Hmm. tells you something when the manual is only in japanese yeah i love i was looking through at the manual and it says caution and then it's all in japanese i'm like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) google translate there goes nothing, you know. <laughs> so that's not available in the U.S.? No, no. You have to order it from XL themselves if you want the kit. Oh, but wow. I just happened to find one used. I was talking to a guy, actually, about um, a Yurikai, a used Yurikai, and he's like, oh, I have this XL Power Wraith. And I'm like, oh, I've heard about those, you know. So I talked to him a little bit more about that and went with that instead of the Yurikai. Thank so. God. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so um, i also picked up a cheap fuselage for my t-rex 700 for f3c so i'll play around with that later on i'm not really in a hurry for so taking it apart you see machines damn i know what's going, going on, on? Gucci, where you yeah. at? cow gucci you better get on the ball pal where you at man Listen, I'll be hovering with the best of them. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did two two small buys. I did just one huge buy and yes. got the Genesis. <laughs> yeah, your your he's buy got, still trumps mine for sure. <laughs> he, he's got he's got one to take yours out, and then the second one to win the show. Yeah, I was gonna say who's a smart person here. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm probably going to keep the Kraken Electric as an F3C setup too. That might be oh. a good idea, actually. Yeah. I was thinking about that, kind of do like a hybrid where I could still fly mild 3D, you know, yeah. the, within the setup, the higher banks, but the mm-hmm. lower banks still have it ready for F3C for as a backup, you know? Yeah. You know what you should do just to piss money off? What? Make a nitro F3C machine. <laughs> <laughs> Run it extra rich. Old yeah, school, that would, that's something I would watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just sits there in a hover and it just smokes out everybody. <laughs> Monty pounding his head on the trailer. <laughs> yeah, oh, so that's basically what I've been up to. Just uh, getting all that together. So Nice. All right. Who wants to go next? I'll go. Sweet. Since I I, I did some flying also. Okay. Um, Met up with uh, the Nighthawks gang that we have uh, about an hour away from my house. So drove out there, met with Mike and Todd Dudek and the usual suspects. Right on. So um, I did actually Maiden the Genesis. And thanks to Mike... We were able to put it up on the uh, the Facebook. You know, we had a live video of that. On the Facebook. The, yeah, the, Facebook. the Facebook. Yeah. So, of course, you know, uh, umpteen, uh, you know, negative posts. Uh, <laughs> apparently, you know, we get a lot, you know, it's just not enough head speed. It's too low of a head speed. But, listen, I'm working up, you know. Obviously, I want to make some changes to the setup, you know, as I'm flying it more. But I tell you what, man, straight out of the box with very limited tuning, it was, you know, it looked pretty good. You know, it wasn't shaking, it wasn't wobbling, you know, it's just, you know, it seems like the more I fly now, it's like it's, um, so to speak, unsettled in the hover, you know, so maybe some tuning, um, hopefully I can get some more information, but as you all know, um, I might make my F3C machine, I might put a 760 cgy 760r on it nice yeah nice and uh give that a try i mean there's a reason why probably you know what 90 percent of the f3c pilots fly futaba yeah. i don't know what's to it but there might be something to it we'll see so i'm gonna pair hovering in your driveway no no i, I don't want to damage anything because you just never know man I just can't. But I did go to Mitch's house. You know, Mitch has, uh, our friend Mitch has a little bit of property. So uh, he's even got the, the cones set up in the backyard with the lines and everything for F3C. Nice. So um, I got to do one flight because I had a pack that was still charged from Sunday. And uh, I went out to the back of his house. But before he flew, when I flew the Genesis, he brought out his 6S uh, speedboat, little RC speedboat that he's got. Nice. So um, he, we went out on his uh, acre lake that he's got, and I pretty much almost uh, realized that I am the skids of boats because <laughs> it did a few flips. Uh, uh, by the time I was done with the boat, it was kind of half underwater for some <laughs> reason. I don't know what was going on, but it was a lot of fun, so... Yeah. Um, sounds like yeah. So I, I got do. to do that. Hmm? It sounds like something I would do. <laughs> yeah, it, it was fun. So like, I mean, I'm just a sucker for anything RC. To be honest, you, you put RC cars, RC airplanes, helicopters, and I find a way to have fun with it. You know. Yeah. So what about RC cola? 
Pepsi Cola. Listen, <laughs> back in the college days, that's all I could afford, and it was delicious. <laughs> I don't even know if they make that shit anymore. Yeah. Do they? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I think they do. <laughs> well, I got to say, so, the, the best is an, uh, a nitro boat. Yeah, like the old ones with the big rooster tails. Oh, yeah. I got to do that. um, Oh, gosh. um, Maybe, well, we're probably pushing 20 years now. But it was about 20 years ago when I did one. And uh, it's... How old were you? Uh, I think I was like early 20s at the time. I'm old. Oh, man. You're old. Oh, yeah. That's right. (laughs) Shit. Ancient, right? You got a yeah. you got a medic on standby over there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, got a. What, what Greg is like, Damn. Yeah. yeah, who holds his walker when he flies? Right. <laughs> That's what I, I was don't wondering. need one. Like, I have do you scooter. live in an assisted living facility or yeah. what? Well, I mean, if you call my wife assisted, you know, I mean, I, she <laughs> he can only assists, fly during but... recess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had some fun with the Genesis. I think there's a lot more work to do it. I will pair the 760R with uh, the new 16iZ, which we'll talk a little bit more about it in the what is hot. But um, so yeah, hopefully it makes it a little bit easier or a little bit more like V control, where you could have the fly barrels in- integration. But I also finally cleaned the Drake Nitro. It oh. is nice and Gucci and clean and ready to be passed on to the new owner or the next owner, I better said. I haven't really had many guesses who it is. Mm. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe we find out by the end of the episode. I don't know. We'll, we'll keep talking mm. about it. Maybe. Okay. Maybe we'll uh, unveil that in the hashtags, you say? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Mm. And then uh, the last thing, um, you know, not many people know this, but one of our fellow hobbyists, uh, Broski Lowski, Ryan Lowski is deployed. So um, I got a few of the podcasts to send me some stickers and uh, shirts and that kind of stuff. And we're going to put it all in a care package for him and send it on his way. So I'm about, hopefully by next week, I could send it to him um, overseas. So That's yeah. awesome. freaking awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, there there might be some free fall RC stickers on porta potties in the desert. Just saying, <laughs> <laughs> right where they so, belong. Target practice. <laughs> now it was it was pretty cool. Um, you know, I just it kind of dawned on me because it, I kind of went back to when I was deployed. So I figured you know that would be something cool to just give him some hobby related stuff sent to him. You know, maybe he keeps him connected to the hobby and. He's ready and motivated to hit the hobby back when he returns to the States. So That's awesome, man. Very cool. Yep. Nice. So that was about it for me. All you know? right. Mike, what you got? Uh, so me, it's been a while. Um, really haven't been up to much flying-wise, to be honest with you. Uh, it's been a nice little break. I, I built an airplane and uh, kind of went down that road for a little while. <laughs> Sorry, I had to uh, <laughs> cross there for a moment. You good? <laughs> Somebody needs to zap him. Where's that medic at? <laughs> Get the nurse in there. Yeah. She's setting me up right now in 14S. <laughs> Is that 12S defibrillator? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I haven't been doing much heli-wise. Everything's been sitting in the same spot it was pretty much when it started snowing. Uh, 
kind of funny because like when I first started flying helicopters back in uh when did I start flying them? 2015 maybe. Um 2016 time frame. Me and and my buddy Dave that I fly with, we would go out every single weekend. Snow, we we'd be out there in a blizzard flying. No heater, no nothing, just warming up in the car or he had a torpedo heater that we would just stick out and uh stand in front of for a while till we got smart enough to wrap one of the concession buildings out there with plastic to hold some heat. Mm. And like every year we just go less and less through the winter time. It's like, eh, we'll just wait. I'm gonna wait till for a warmer yeah. day. Yeah. Uh so yeah, it's been kinda been different. But uh I'm ready, man. We went out flying with uh Gooch and the gang this past weekend at the Nighthawks field. Got my juices flowing up it was feeling pretty good. Uh, I did, however, manage to run out of fuel and the oxynitro from probably about, I don't know, maybe 150, 200 feet in the air. Had to auto it down and uh, landed in the the field. Just landed, of course, on an 8-inch corn stalk that was chopped off okay. right in the middle of it. So it fell over, naturally. <laughs> um, spooled it back up got it all up in the air and everything and then it started making a god awful noise after I was beating on it for almost a whole tank and I landed it and ended up somehow stripping the main gear so I don't know if when it kind of fell over if I lost a tooth on the main gear or if you know it, it didn't hit hard it was, wasn't was a crash in any way um, just kind of set it down but it did flop over so I'm wondering if whatever blade speed was left might have caught the the main gear right so um that and i have for some reason when i hang that thing on the wall all my fuel leaks out all over my i have to put a drip rag underneath it it literally runs down the boom and and drips onto a rag and i think we found the leak the other day was uh i think Mm. where my vent line goes into my tank i think it's leaking there from like the seam on the tank yeah uh because i'll hang it up with a quarter tank of fuel in it and Two weeks later, it's completely empty. Yeah. And it's all over the rag on the floor. So hmm. I'm going to order another tank, get a main gear coming here, uh, hopefully this week, and get that thing back up and rolling. Nice. But got the 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 Protos Nitro back up and flying. That thing's flying good. I love that helicopter. Um, haven't really put much flying on the Spectre this year so far. Um, that's about all the flying I've done, I, I, we got plans to go to Spring Fling, so Kevin yes. kind of wrangled me into making a trip down to Virginia yeah, at I the did. end of April. So got that all set up and squared up. Uh, kind of excited to go down and see everybody again. I haven't been there for a little while. Everybody's going to be there, Gooch. Not you, though. Jesus. Even, even flip-flops coming. <laughs> flip-flops even heading out. Yeah. The Spring Fling? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Rip. <laughs> <laughs> roll with it roll with it <laughs> no uh, but yeah before that happens we got uh, our buddy Bob Heaster wanted to get a break away from work so he took a weekend off he's going to come hang out with us at the end of March up at the Nighthawks field so nice uh, should have a fun little weekend out there Heck yeah. get some flying and hopefully keep everything together so I can have some stuff left for spring fling yep but other than that, man, that's that's pretty much it as far as uh, flying and stuff goes. Nice. Um, 
I have a pretty long one, uh, but I'm going to try and shorten this up as, as best I can. My goodness. Um, I thought that's possible. Joke of the, joke of the, the yeah, happy yeah, right. I feel bad for, for Greg. I'm like, well, maybe I should let him go first. So that way people could just get their pillows. No, get your long one out of the way, please. Yeah. So Greg can bring it back up. I think that's a good idea. Uh, I'm, I'm way too immature for this. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> so, um, the only thing I've done is go to a field at, called, well, it's in Green Sea, South Carolina. It's where Chris Calhoun and Larry Hardy and a few other guys fly. And uh, I'm forgetting your name. I'm so sorry. But I'll tell the story about you anyway. Um, so <laughs> the cool thing is, is that there was a gentleman there. Damn, I can't remember his name. That's terrible. Oh, my God. You're I'm terrible. So sorry. I'm getting old. What can I say? I'm old. Call him Bob. Uh, yeah, we'll call him Bob. Just uh, make it up. Fred, you know. Uh, but he, uh, it was really interesting because he came right up to me and he knew exactly who I was, which makes the story even worse. Um, but uh, he was like, yeah, remember me? I was the, the gentleman that came out, you know, to your Ladson helicopter field in Somerville there. And so he jogged my memory and I was like, holy crap. I mean, that was years ago. I mean, we were talking like 2013, you know, and um, I'd given him the suggestion to come out to Green Sea because that's where he lived. He lived, you know, in the vicinity of that field. And I uh, told him to, you know, look up Chris Calhoun and whatever. And he did. And he's still, ever since that day, you know, he's been flying with Chris and those guys. So that was, it was really cool to, uh, to bump back into him. And Yeah, that's um, great. What was his name again, Kevin? <laughs> I don't know, but I gave him a sticker so he could remember <laughs> us. So, you know, I did well, my best. He didn't best. need a sticker. He remembered you from 2013. <laughs> I mean, he's real friend. Well, he's definitely going to come up to me now and be like, I forget your name. I'm sorry. Right. Um, I hope he kicks you right in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> uh, but um, the whole point of going to Green Sea was that um, John Allen, I, I guess he hadn't had enough of uh, getting together with folks to fly after our CHO, that he almost immediately hit me up and said, hey, man, we need to get together and fly before you know he deploys again. And um, so we started discussing kind of like where we could do that. And we, on both sides, tried to invite as many, as many people as we could that were willing to travel. And uh, so we... Uh, so well, let me just go ahead and go down the list here. Uh, except the gentleman, I can't remember his name. Sorry. Um, but we had John, we had Tyson, we had Jay, we had Rich Sowers, we had Chris Calhoun, of course, Larry Hardy, uh, Ben, and myself. And I hope I did not forget anybody. Um, but uh, question, question yeah. guy, question, <laughs> question mark, mark guy. guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See the question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> remember everybody but him. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are making this worse. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we're here. we just uh, lost a subscriber. Right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, we got to make him earn that. He, he, uh, <laughs> he just retracted all of his likes. Um, so we had a good time. I, Jay was kind of a surprise, and Tyson was a surprise too. I didn't know that they were coming until much later, and um, I didn't actually know Tyson was going to be there until I showed up. And uh, so we had an amazing time. I mean, it was a lot of fun. Um, Jay, of course, had his black nitro, and um, I didn't really know that that black nitro did not belong to him. Uh, apparently, it's Leslie's, 
And so he got cooking on that thing at one point in time, and it literally blew up in midair and just confetti rained all goblin parts down to the ground. So much so that the 2S LiPo was like, I don't know, 20 feet, 50, you know, whatever, 30 feet away. The Neo ejected. Um, I mean, the boom was in total tatters. I mean, it was just done. My kind of party. Yeah, I mean, it was it was literally a <laughs> confetti party. Uh, but uh, the funniest part about it was is that he calls up Leslie, and I said, um, Jay may have made it small enough that it will fit in overhead storage on a plane. <laughs> and there was this pause. And then you hear, Jeremiah. And we oh. all looked at each other going, oh, <laughs> like he is in big freaking trouble. She just called him by his first name. And uh, I suppose he's still alive. I, I, I've i seen him posting here and there, so I think he's still <laughs> around kicking. So she didn't, uh, She I think she said something to the effect that she, she can't knock him off just yet because, you know, she needs him to put the, the black nitro back together. So maybe he's a mechanic. I, I, I'll tell you, you know, once you get that back together, Jay... You might want to, you know, I don't know, do some litmus tests on your drinks just to make sure there's no poisons in there. <laughs> just Better saying. just take your time rebuilding it. <laughs> Inspect <Yeah>. your food. <laughs> yeah, take your time building it. <laughs> Stall. Uh, which, yeah. So, um, Chris Calhoun, I don't know if you guys have ever seen him fly, but Duke can fly. And it's really fun to watch him, too. He's very smooth. Uh, he fly. Uh, he flies mostly Mikado, like uh, logos. Um, and uh, I mean, he, he's not heart set. I don't think on those. I think he's you know he tries taste tests a lot of stuff too. But uh, but it seems like logo tends to be his go to. And um, but super super good pilot. Uh, got to see John uh, flying his Avant Mastro. And um, Ben kind of made an observation on that when he was like, man, he goes, it was really cool to see him start out during the day. And then towards the afternoon, like you could tell he was, you know, knocking the rust off because, you know, he hadn't flown in like eight months. Like he was deployed for eight months in Afghanistan. And um, so for him to come back and start, you know, reacclimating, he, he even admitted he was like, man, he goes, this, it's been kind of tough, like to, to get back at it because he just is so out of practice. So um, it was really cool to see that. But, uh, um, of course, Tyson, he brought out a little OMP, too. He did offer me to fly it. I wish I had, because I'm kind of interested now in one of them. <laughs> um, but uh, he was having a ball with that thing. And uh, he was trying to tandem with me at one point in time um, with the raw. I was not happy, to be honest. Um, but uh, it was good to see Rich. Uh, Rich, of course, had, uh, he had, he had gotten sick, so he couldn't make RCHO. So it was really cool that he came out to, uh, to this little gathering and whatever. And, um, but, uh, I had some fun experiences that day and the, the raw did just fine. So from previous episode, you know, I was talking about two packs that were, you know, suspect because, you know, you're supposed to charge them before you use them. I didn't know this. <laughs> Apparently that's a thing, you know, whatever. I thought they were smart packs. Evidently they're not. You think they have solar? <laughs> yeah, I thought they're yeah. like the new spectrum packs. You know, they're smart. I don't know. Yeah. Um, they got they got little like uh, solar panels on top yeah. of them, so you just put that them on the table. That would be awesome, actually. Yeah, yeah. That's actually a pretty good idea, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Attach a little solar panel. It charges it two C. That'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I. 
obviously did not use those packs, and I flew the uh, the raw on the known good 27s packs that I have, and uh, and it's doing good. Uh, however, the 4525 Ultimate that's on it is not happy because it's not a 14s motor. It was still like 48 degrees, 52 at the most that day, still kind of chill in the air, and that motor came down hot, like it was not happy. And so Ben Ben got looking in the logs and he was like, dude, he goes, you're like maxing the wattage out on the motor, like literally to the number, like maxing it out according to Scorpion's sight. (laughs) (laughs) More power. Yeah. So, so I basically was like, all right, well, I suppose I should kind of take it easy. And I did for the rest of the day. I just kind of, you know, only went bank two instead of bank three. And uh, so the video that you guys saw, it was only bank two, but uh, sorry to disappoint. Um, it was only twenty three fifty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bank three is like twenty six. You know, bank three or two is like twenty four. Right. No big deal. Um, bank bank three, you got to replace the blade bolts every three flights. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So yeah, it was uh, it was just doing you know calm flights. Well, as calm as I can do. You know how that is. Um, so the, the big mystery of the day was the 580 and I, I actually was using a couple packs that I bought used and, uh, they're, they're also 7S because the 580s of course are now 7S, but, um, I put it in the air into a hover, didn't do anything, just, just straight up hover and it would start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. And then it just kind of stopped and started heading towards the ground. And I was, I was only like three feet off the ground, so it just kind of autoed down. But I guess for whatever reason, there was a ripple that happened, and it caused the ESC to shit the bed. Like, it was done. And um, the uh, our assumption is, is that the botched auto uh, at RCHO when we were doing the auto contest, the ESC must have... Um, well, the ESC tray broke, so we're assuming that when it hit, it hit pretty hard on the caps. And um, so I'm going to have to send that ESC in and see what Hobby Wing says. I've already kind of got an RMA going and whatever. But um, yeah, kind of a bummer because uh, that's kind of my go-to, you know. And, um, and of course, it didn't really make me feel warm and fuzzy about these used packs that I bought. So I'm eventually going to have to try those again and see if they're okay. Um, and, um, you know, that, that it wasn't part of the problem. I have no idea at this point. So, um, so let's see. Uh, I flew Ben's N7. You know, because Nitro makes me angry. Apparently, I'm not allowed to own a Nitro, so I just have to fly other people's. And <laughs> um, I have the worst luck, of course. And, you know, why would in, his N7 be any different? Um, oh, jeez. So, I'm flying his N7. And, and we already kind of knew that the dampeners in the head was a little suspect like you could move the tip of the blade and watch the whole head axle kind of like move within the head and um so i was like okay clearly we're gonna have to be you know not as rough yeah this this is a bank two flight well i went to 23 bank two <laughs> yeah i was in bank three so whatever <laughs> 
Playbooks look good. Let me just say this. I I didn't do the whole like snake maneuver going down. You know how like you're tail down and you kind of snake it back and forth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want a boom strike maneuver. That's a, oh yeah. That will straight boom strike the shit out of some stuff. So I didn't do that at least. Um, But the more and more I flew it, like all of a sudden, the more and more it had like this toilet bowl effect in the head. And um, and then all of a sudden, like the tail just started wagging, like on its own. Like I don't know if it was happy or if it was like, "Yo, dude, I'm done." <laughs> and that's it. It was happy to see you. <laughs> so yeah, so I ended up landing it, and they started going through it. Apparently, that freaking set screw or whatever it is that's in the transmission part of the torque tube system that he has going on, the transmission part or whatever. I guess that was beginning to back out again. And oh, so God. I was literally like probably 20 seconds from it letting go. And, and I was like, oh, you talk, you're talking about the set screw that goes in the tail shaft. I think that so. locks in the pin. Yes, I think yeah. so. I lost one of those one time. Yeah, True so story. did Ben. Yeah, he did uh, <laughs> way early on. And yeah. so he was very happy that with me flying it, you know. And of course, you know, all my good friends, you know, as they are. Jay looked at Ben and he's like, I'm really surprised you let Kevin fly that. (laughs) (laughs) It was a test flight. Yeah. Uh, I did not know that until later on, but uh, thank you, Jay. Appreciate your vote of confidence. Um, But uh, yeah, so I, you know, between the ESC and the motor and the packs and my God, it's just one thing after another with me. I'm, I'm trouble. What can I say? It sounds like you just need to get a nitro and be done. Yeah, it sounds like I need to take up underwater basket weaving. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> you know, I'd probably find a way to screw that up too. But, um, but I am going to buy a new motor. But I'll I'll save that for next next time. Uh, but Monday, uh, it's new motor time, and we're going big. Mm, and we're going peanut oh, butter oh, jelly man. time. Yes. So, you know, I originally bought the raw to do like low head speed stuff. Mm-mm, not so much. <laughs> That's another good yeah. joke. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Kevin doing low head speed. <laughs> who, who had two weeks? Who who had the bet on two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> who had who had Kevin would melt his Scorpion motor uh, in April? <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh god! I don't think you could ever move to Arizona, Kevin. Just saying, dude. I need to move away from here. What are you talking about? All right. Yeah, you need to come to Canada. Yeah, yeah you need to come to, to us. Yeah, probably. I just buy a gasser then. No, you'll see how much better nitro runs up here, and you'll be like, mm. oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, regardless, uh, the raw fly is really good. Um, I'm still tuning it, of course, but it, you know, I haven't had a lot of time with it, so. Um, you know, still kind of working on things there. Uh, I am almost done with the second 580. Uh, so that one will be back up and running soon. Pretty excited about that. Uh, I, I just really hope, well, I should, I have plenty of time, but I, I should walk into spring fling with three helicopters, which will be really great. So we'll see how many come home or, you know, which ones can fit above overhead storage on a plane. So, you know, tricky, place your tricky. bets. Email us at <laughs> the Hell Show. Oh, gosh. But anyway, I'm having fun regardless. So, whatever. But, uh, 
So let's That's what uh, we do, right? Yeah, let's bring it back up. Greg, what have you been up to, sir? Well, I've um made my raw last weekend. Sweet. So that was pretty exciting. And um still working on my I've got the Kraken 580. I've been flying that for probably a month and a half now and just having a blast with it. Mm, such a good and, machine. Uh, oh, it's a fantastic flyer. I've got mine running the 610s on it. I nice. like those larger blades. Yeah. Um, and I built mine out 12S. Oh, cool. Uh, what uh, what kind of blades are they? I've got those... Uh, the Ultimates? Uh, Ultimates, the 610s. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try a set of the KBD 600s once they come back in stock. Play with those. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but having a lot of fun with that. That machine is just... It's just... For whatever reason, a 600 class just seems easy to get into the air. I don't know why... The smaller birds seem like they're, just, you know, they're easier to carry the flight line, which seems silly, but um, I don't uh, know. Yeah, I don't know what it is about the 580, but it is just perfect out of the box, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's really because I, you know, my benchmark is the uh, the Drake 700. Like it's the one that if you put it together, you know, correct, obviously, but if you put it together, uh, there's very little tuning that you have to do when you get to the field, and the in the 580 to me was the same way. Yeah, so being the raw was that way with me this weekend. I lifted off, I set my head speed, and I flew like six or seven flights, and someone says, what'd you have to do? Oh, yeah, I just adjust my head speed. Right. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I fly the Demon Axon, and just right out of the box, everything's stock settings. Yeah. Locked in. Mm -hmm. But what we were laughing about, that 580, that thing just flies so big. Yeah. Um, For whatever reason, it just feels... Locked and solid. It feels like flying a bigger helicopter. Mm-hmm. And I only, I, I, I get the sense that um, your guys' approach here is if you can get 2,600 RPM, 27 is good too, right? <laughs> uh, well, uh, well may, maybe me. I don't know. That's, yeah. that's Kevin's school yeah. of thought. Well, I, yeah, but let's be fair, though. I mean, I, I was on 12S, and yeah. um, it's nasty. No two ways about it. I mean, even at like 2380, like it's a freaking beast. Um, but, I, I live at 2200. Okay. But the, it seems like the lower you go down in head speed, though, of course, you start to, to pick up some of the weight from the packs, right? Um, I, I don't 20, know. 22 that, is probably fine. But at 22, that thing has got it stops or solid. Mm-hmm. Everything about it just feels locked in. I mean, it's just. Just feels really good there, and the thing just—you get in a funnel and it just roars. Oh yeah, yep. It just growls all the way around the funnel, so that's just just even sounds big, right? And the colors, wow. Yep. Just you can see it. It's just yeah. I but I love that machine. Yeah. yeah. But the raw, wow, that thing in the air. Uh, when I first saw the canopy, I thought, okay, you're going to have a lot of dark, mm-hmm. you know. And, but I was really surprised at how big that thing looks in the sky. I think it's that big telephone pole they've got for a tail boom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just that thing in the air just looks big as well. And it just, yeah. I said, for my first weekend, I was like, my lord. I bet you that one really raws. Well, I, I roars. once again, I'm that 1900 RPM guy. You know, I, had, I flew it at 1900 all weekend and never even thought about raising that. What blades are you using on it? Um, on that one, I'm running the KBD Pros. Okay, so you're not using the CBs. Okay. And then I tried some of those Nick Maxwell blades, those Revos. Ooh. But those are 710. Yeah. 
you know, played with those a little bit this weekend. And um, but yeah, it, it autos nice. It you know, once again, it's just a fantastic flying machine. Yeah, I I have a set of um, Switch Seven Thirteens XFs that I'm going to put on it here soon, and I think doing that, I'll be able to come down and head speed some. Because the SAB yeah. blades to me, um, it seems like the faster you spin it, the better they are. Right. Uh, I know some people are probably yelling at me right now, but um, that's just my interpretation of them. Uh, but uh, I, I, they're they're a blade that's more happy at a higher head speed, I think, anyways. But um, you know, the seven thirteens, uh, you know, obviously are a very different blade from those, and it seems like I can get away with a le- lesser head speed on those blades or even RTs. Uh, you know in the long run, you know, just keep it around 22, 21, something. So we'll see. Yeah. Full disclosure. I never even put the SAV blades on. I went straight to the RT six tens and went straight to my ABD pro six nineties on the road. Okay. But I never even tried them. I probably ought to. Right. But yeah. You know, and, and then I'm, I am a nitro guy, you know, so my Diablo 700 nitro, I just I drag that thing to the field every week. And I, yeah. And a lot of people that, use this SAV blades on nitros too. Yeah, I've run in the uh, KBD seven tens on that mm-hmm. row edition. That's what I fly on my nitros. Yeah, that, between that and the six ninety K, the pros, those are fun to fly. Yeah, yeah, I got to get my nitro flights in. I'm, I'm that, I'm that guy at the field that <laughs> if my helicopters go home clean and dry, it means they're electric. Nitros go home drippy wet. Right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, it's like a 65 Mustang, right? Parked in your garage, you got a wet spot underneath them, it drips oil and runs down the driveway. But my heli room's got oil puddles underneath my helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my wife walks in and goes, I thought uh, there wasn't a garage in here. <laughs> but between that and, oh, so that's been my fun playing with those helicopters and you know, going in the nitros and the cra- krakens and raws. Nice. Yeah, if we could just get Mike on a on a raw, I think we'd be good to go. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, almost rawed right there. <laughs> oh gosh. Mm. Oh. It's okay. The truth will out, Mike. The truth will out. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. And D- Dave will back me up on this. I was almost a player with the raw coming out. Yeah. Until I seen that ugly ass canopy. Mm. <laughs> it's so much Throwing better it. person. Though. They almost had me. They were so close. <laughs> oh, they look great. Mine's got stickers all over it. Yeah, it looks like Borat in his swimsuit. Yeah, think of that every time you fly that thing now. so nice. I like you. That suit is black nut. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, you, you ruin it for me now. Um, but, uh, thanks. um, I definitely need a Borat sticker. Yeah. Did I'm you, <laughs> did you, uh, did you keep it with the stock arms, Greg, with the 30 mil? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I just opened the box up, threw it together and, you know, okay. and I didn't do any experimentation. I just bolted it, you know, stock everything. Nice. Very cool. Well, I did put. Well, the nice thing is that it came with the white landing gear. Yes. Yeah, I bought white landing gear for my Kraken Nitro, so I can get the white gear on the bottom of that because that came with black. Yeah. All right. So our guy isn't here. Who's gonna Who's gonna do it? I think Mike should do it. Oh, I cannot do that. Come on. You gotta You gotta do it because you don't have kids sleeping. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Do it. I can't believe we're doing this without Scott. This feels wrong. You better get into Persona. I feel like I'm stabbing right. him in the back. Yeah. You, you better into- start flying the SAB, you know, colors. Yeah. Get, well, in, get into character. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Watch his heart. What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Yeah, sounded like a wet fart. That was a that was a Herbert. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's been a while since you've done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, a little rusty. <laughs> oh gosh, oh, you guys shit. ready? Here we go. I'll do it. For All you. right, ready? here we go. Watch his heart. <laughs> Jesus. Now I'm excited. Let's talk about that. Definitely was not a Herbert. (laughs) Man, that was a good one. Scott's going to wake up the whole house. Probably. Probably. (laughs) Man, we we got some things this week or this episode. Cool. You know, hotness. How about that new ISDT X16 charger that's coming out? Ooh, tell us about it. Mm. You want info? I got it. Got the 411 on it. So here's the deal with this one. It's it's a charger, but it's got the power supplies integrated with it. So you can yeah, you could plug it straight into the wall and guess how many it's a dual charger, dual port. How many watts do you think it is? Sixty. Yeah, this is not a voodoo charger that you buy at Tower Hobbies. All right, all right, all right. Uh a hundred. It's eleven hundred watts per what? per side, so twenty two hundred watts, and it's got the power supplies in it. That's amazing. Ten inches by ten inches by three inches tall. Mm. So it's pretty amazing. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Give us I a mean, rundown. What's it got? All right. So the rundown. Sell so it to it, me, Dan. Okay, so 1,100 <laughs> watts um, on each side, so 2,200 total. It's capable of going from 2 to 16S. That's crazy. Yeah. Per side? Uh, independently, yeah. So each side wow. could do 16S. Wow. All right, Kevin. Yep. Let's let's ha- let's get you to figure out the 14s first. Don't get- <laughs> I-, <laughs> I know what you're thinking, Dan. Right. You yeah. had me at 16S, baby. oh boy it's uh bluetooth capable so you actually could have a app on your phone that's cool that and track what it's doing so for a phone fly i think that's that's pretty cool because you could walk away while it's charging and guess what you know i wonder if my batteries are done oh let me pull my phone that you carry because everyone should walk away from their batteries charging does it have a fire alarm (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure if that thing catches on fire it might give you a quick beep on your app just like the Roomba when it's done you know it says you know cleaning complete it might just say it's roast time for your battery <laughs> grab the molos <laughs> yeah so that was pretty cool um, you could even actually it says uh, para- it actually has a built in high speed processor for uh, sync balancing the two channels charging so it sounds like it almost like if you have, let's say, two separate batteries, it could actually, they, it syncs the two channels to to balance to the same level. Uh, so I wonder if that's like if you're charging a 12S pack, but you're putting one, one pack on each side, mm-hmm. if it keeps the voltage as close it's, together as it can. It sounds like it. That's what it's saying. That's kind of cool. There, is there a target uh, audience like the drone people with this? 
Probably. Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's pretty interesting, you know, what they got. The only thing that I'm like, ugh, I don't know about this is the price. Mm. It's it's actually Australian dollars. It's like over 800 Australian dollars. So American dollars, U.S. dollars are probably going to be around six over 600 bucks. That's pretty inexpensive, though. Is it? I think so. Dude, you're talking about wow. a 2200 watt charger. Two two 1000 watt power supplies cost 200 bucks each. Yeah. And then no, nay, nay. You know? Huh? <laughs> no, nay, nay. Well, okay, fair. If you're doing the uh, server stuff. I get yeah. mine. Yeah. But those are only 750. They're not 1100 yeah. watts. This is true. This is true. So, yeah. That would and, force me to buy another generator. That thing's bigger than my generator. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, how many boy. Amps you're, lo- is it? you're losing me, Dan. Yeah, how many yeah. amps is it uh, capable of pushing out per channel? So, per channel, it looks like... Uh, let me look here. I see 20 up top, you know. Yes, 20... Charger, charging current, 20 amps. per si- Only 20 amps per side? Oh. Yeah. That's, that's terrible. Kind of terrible. Yeah, I expected better. I can never put four 12 uh, packs on a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I need to be able to parallel charge eight batteries per side, Dan. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> but I wonder if that's based, if, if the 20 amps is when you're like put a 16S. If you do a 16S, it's only going to be able to do 20 amps. Mm. You know, it's like kind of based on, on voltage. And I wonder. Yeah. Right, because your wattage is, you know, to to get down, it's, you know, uh, volts times amps gets you the wattage, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, I wonder if it's, it's capped at 20 amps when you're trying to max it out. Does it say what, like, the input voltage from the power supplies to the charger is? Uh, let's see here. No, the only thing that tells you that the input voltage could be from 100 to 240 volts, which is from the outlet, right? Right, that's for the power supply. And uh, output voltage is 10 volts to 72 volts. Hmm. So that's where the 16S comes from, right? Right. So, hmm. and it's so got I wonder, a- if, wonder if they're running the, the charging part off of like, like two, I wonder if they're two 12 volt power supplies integrated in there are 224 volt power supplies or 36 volt or what they're yeah does it say that that uh, would make a big difference on what your wattage is actually going to do for you yeah does it say in there dan uh the if it's 24 or 12 all all it says is each is built in independent dual 1200 watt high power ac power supply so each power Mm -hmm. supply is 1200 watts that's a good point mike Mm -hmm. uh i bet it's i bet it's 12 volt yeah, twelve or, or twenty four at the most. Yeah, would, yeah. I but guess twenty amps per side. That's that's pretty weak. Yeah, that it's probably twelve if it's twenty amps per side. That's I a mean, little weak sauce. What is yours, Mike? Isn't yours like a four oh six? Yeah, side. forty per side. Uh, I mean, but I do twelve hundred watts. Yeah, but I do see here that it's it's mentioning not necessarily in the specs the the specs sheet but in their write-ups they mentioned something about um up to 35 amps 
Let's see here. Where did it? Where did it go? Hmm. Um, so the next, the next question is: Does it, is it made to look like a charge case where you can like close the lid and carry it away with a handle? So it's not like a charge case, but it does. It's sort of speak like a rugged handled case around it. So you can just grab it by a handle and just walk away with it. But the charger's kind of like quote unquote exposed. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. It's okay, all, so you can't it's like all throw your cords in there and close the lid. No, 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 no. no, no, mm. no. So that's a good point, Mike. So now you're now you're having to store all of your cables somewhere as well, right? Because you know I keep mine inside the charger case. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. So that's a good point. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. You All right, me. next. You lost me, Gooch. All right. So, in other news, Flex. the Futaba 16iZ is shipping. Flex. How about that? The, the direct competition to V-Control. Shaggy because just himself. I know. He's probably so excited. He's waiting for it. <laughs> He's probably calling Shannon every two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Gummy worms. Gummy worms. Gummy worms. <laughs> He's dry. Have you see my radio? He's dry humping Monty right now. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the, the cool thing about that, the 16iZ is like the 32MZ. It allows you to integrate with the Flybarrel units, so you don't need a a programmer anymore. So pretty interesting, and it's what without a receiver, just a radio. It's five ninety nine. That's Which pretty is, respectable. Yeah, it is. For a Futaba radio, that's pretty good. And it's touchscreen too, ain't it? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's pretty good for So it's pretty much the shape of the thirty two MZ, just slightly smaller mm. and a lot lighter. And it's got a touch screen. It's got some like quick menu home button, so to speak, that you could you have one that's like a shortcut that takes you to a menu where you could just select you know what you use the most you know so you could quick access you don't have to go through the whole menu or anything like that so it's pretty neat um i'm i, I definitely uh i have one on order <clears throat> you know mm-hmm. so yep i'm I'm joining the madness with futaba but you know for the longest time we flew i flew the 8fg for years yeah you know when i first started i mean what was it probably three years that all it was is 8fg with you know, CGY 750, Icon, uh-huh. 3G, right? Yep. Do we have the 3G set up on that too? So, Pro- yeah, if it's, yeah. and, and I really like, I mean, I didn't mind the 8FG. The only reason why I sold my 8FG is when I took a break from the hobby. And then when I came back, I went to V Control. Yeah. So, yeah. I never had the 8. I had the 14 SG for quite a few years flying airplanes nice. on it. And then when I got into the helis, I flew it for at least a year. Yeah. Maybe two on the helis. All right, mm-hmm. Mike, listen, listen, okay? If you go 16IZ and you switch yet another radio, there's not any other radios after this, buddy. So you're <laughs> going to have to... It's the end of the line. <laughs> <laughs> right. After this no. is Free Sky, I'm, so I'm just saying you... Uh, uh, you know. So talking about FR Sky... Oh, yeah. Nice segue, Kevin. Yeah, how about that? That worked out good. Thank you. You're welcome. How about the new FR Sky Tandem X20? Scott Graham Graham edition. Mm. Yep. So it comes so far in blue and like a dark black, so a black edition. Mm 
Tandem? Uh, is it like two radios glued together so you can fly <laughs> with a friend? Jesus Christ! Uh, I think it's meant it's meant for for tandem operations in in the heli community. Um, no, I just thought it was interesting because you know. It, it, they look odd to me because I'm used to more like the the old school radio. Right, one, one radio. Yeah, and um, it's got all the bells and whistles. It even has a, a built-in Bluetooth audio, you know, uh, module in it. So I guess if you want to, you know, if I'm flying and Mike calls me, I could answer while I'm flying and not have to worry about hmm. anything. You know, that was pretty cool. So. And I think my like, X12 does it. Does it? Yeah, no, remember yeah. I was I was listening to Pandora while I was flying your at IX, because you guys your got wifey up there. Yeah, oh, your X12 curses at you. Like I don't know about that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so pretty. I mean, it's got all the the bells and whistles there, and they're known for like the whole effect gimbals and that kind of stuff. So it's pretty cool. I think it's like four hundred bucks. Well, and it, you know, it's. It, I think it's still more for like drone pilots, but for yeah. those people that do Open TX and stuff like that, I think it would be awesome. So, is do those things come with Open TX, or are uh, people like stripping them of whatever they come with and loading Open TX in them? I think. I think there was a question on when they made the announcement on the Facebook group where they made the initial announcement. I think they said that it they have to do some work to it to get, but it is Open TX capable. You know what I would like to do is is get Keith Williams on here one day because he's a big FR Sky guy and kind of maybe pick it apart for us. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, just for the people that you know they like that those type of setups. Yeah, you know? yeah. I've had quite a few people like ask me to help them set something up on it, and I'm just like, uh, yeah, I have no clue how to even get started on that thing. <laughs> the best cool. I could do is point you yeah, to somebody yeah. that's using Here, it. Here's the power button. I know that. All right. We got that down. Check. <laughs> um, and it has just as many switches, if not more, than a Futaba radio. So you know NASA is good. It's NASA approved. You know? So. <laughs> F3C, Monty approved. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. I mean, those guys seem like they always come out with some new stuff um, all the time. So, um, but that's about it as far as product you know they're coming out but i do have another hot item is uh mania x giveaway did you guys see that yeah was that tonight or is that yeah. tomorrow tomorrow at seven tomorrow at seven right yeah but the one they already did they announced the winners oh. and it's on the uh mania x usa nice and it looks like they gave 10 100 gift certificates and then 10 50 Gift certificates. Wow. Nice. You know, coming in hot. So, yeah. I mean, that's what? $1,500 yep. of stuff. You know, that's, that's, that's pretty impressive. Cool. Mm-hmm. Their, their team is getting big too, right, Greg? Mm. Yes, sir. So, yeah. is, it, is it pronounced Mania X or is it Maniacs? One word Maniacs. 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 So, it's like a mix between. Like a bunch of Maniacs? Maniacs. Right. <laughs> like any, any Maniacs? Yeah, maniacs. <laughs> These I, batteries are maniacs. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> old timey radio. Sam, so, yeah. and he's doing a peril flip with the maniacs battery. <laughs> Look at all these maniacs. <laughs> 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 and we have a Rico show up. <laughs> 
So yeah, but that's it. That's all I have for this. Uh, what is hot? Nice. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. This is Frank Moravellos, a.k.a. Way Less Doritos. I'm really grateful to be the new Maniacs USA team manager. And I'm really excited to have the opportunity to be working with some of the very best pilots in the world, such as Duncan Balsian, 2019 Global 3D Champion CD, as well as Aaron Wolf and Ramis Jacobson, to just name a few. When you're performing at this level, you certainly need the latest in light bulb technology with the most comprehensive warranties and one of the best crash replacement programs in the industry. Maniacs provides a huge variety of packs from 2S up to 14S, with multiple C ratings ranging from 35C to 70C, which caters to everyone's needs and budgets. The best part of Maniacs is their lipos come with a one year from purchase date manufacturer warranty, free of manufacturer defects. In addition to a six month crash replacement program of 30% off MSRP, six months from the purchase date. These batteries can be found at ManiacsUSA.com. Hope to see y'all at the next event. All right, welcome back, everybody. Uh, this evening, we have a very special guest with us tonight. We have Greg Ringel, all the way from Arizona, hanging out with us tonight. He's one of uh, Flip Flop's flying buddies. So we're going to take some time to get to know you. So uh, thanks for coming Flip- to the show. Flip Flop's flying buddies. He has those? Yeah. Flip Flop flying buddies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say that three times. Yeah. Or don't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. Greg, tell us where are you from, man? Phoenix, Arizona. Nice. We fly in the Phoenix area. We fly out in um, East Mesa. Okay. Mm. Is that where you live? You live close to East Mesa, or? Yeah, I live in Queen Creek, which is just a little south, but basically they're all the Phoenix metropolitan area. I've heard living there is like living in a microwave. Is that right? Uh... Like you can in the summer, your, you can feel your brain cooking from the inside out. Yeah, it gets a little <laughs> toasty here in the summer when we're hitting 115, 118. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, oh it's dry heat. Oh, is that that's yeah? That's why it's a microwave. Yeah, no, it's still it's hot. It still mm. sucks. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we know how to test batteries here. Hmm. Just show up at the field. <laughs> show up at the field. <laughs> right. They just come bust. Yeah, yeah, they carry their batteries in a cooler. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin does that when it's only seventy degrees out. <laughs> so we, we battle that for what two, three months out of the year, Brent. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Flying at like what six in the morning, something like that. Six thirty, oh, all the way to noon, one o'clock. Brave yeah, the heat. Brave the heat. You I'm guys good. need some of those like stadium lights and just fly at night. Still hot at night. Yeah, it can't some, be some bad, guys though, do that. No? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it drops down to what ninety-five at night, right? Yeah, there but at least you don't get sunburnt, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, but yo, know, the like, rest of the time of year when it's t-shirt weather here and everybody else is shoveling shoveling four foot of snow, 
Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. It's I'm, true. I'm, I'm twitching over here. <laughs> this past winter sucked. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Greg, what other hobbies do you have other than RC stuff? Uh, I shoot. I like to shoot. Oh, nice. Cool. Um, recently found videos. Been playing with videos. That's kind of fun. Making yeah, videos. I saw that on your YouTube. You've been kind of playing around with some editing stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've been playing with green screen and trying different things. And that's kind of fun. I feel like like a just like an old man art project. You know, like back in kindergarten drawing pictures, right? Yep. And art. And art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's been kind of fun trying to create different things and focus in and around the hobby, you know? Nice. Very cool. All right, Greg, how did you get started in RC? Uh, back when I was in high school, I worked for my dad at his garage. And he says, what do you want to do this year? I said, well, let's go play with an RC airplane. And the DOS Ugly Stick with a Kraft 6-channel radio was the start of it all. Wow. In like oh, 82. Nice. Okay, KMB 61. So you're old like me. Old like you? Yeah. Craft radios? <laughs> Holy cow, dude. Oh, yeah. 72160, blue and white, baby. That's right. Well, mine was, you know, the, uh, what, what do you call that? The um, the almond yellow, I guess, you know, kind of like the... Uh, he, it, he's not that old, Kevin. Yeah, it matched the, uh, the washer and dryer in the refrigerator, you know. Ooh, big mm-hmm. color. It wasn't quite green peas, you know, split green pea soup color, but, you know, we had the almond, you know, yellow. Oh, yeah. So, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, that's what started this. We we built a Doss Ugly 60 size that uh, summer and learned how to fly it and flew all through high school. And then this was airplanes through high school. Went to college and nice. life uh, got busy and I stopped building RC until about four or five years ago. Got back at airplanes. Nice. And then helis. Yeah, Heli showed up in 2017, and all the airplanes disappeared. <laughs> Funny how that happens. Yep. Amazing. <laughs> I think the helicopters uh, ate them. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a bunch of helicopters out there, and I don't know how they got there. Mm. It's like yeah. a pandemic. They Well, I don't yeah. know if they ate them as much as they turned into helicopters, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, That's morphed. what happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mine disappear pretty quick, right, Kevin? Yeah. Well, so do mine, don't they, Gooch? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of helis, uh, what do you currently have in your fleet? My fleet can I'll start from smallest to largest. I've got a Galley X3L, and then I've got a two X7 FZs. One's a two blade and a three blade, and the two blade itself is going to a young man and will give a uh, youngster a helicopter and let him uh, nice. grow his hobby. Nice. Uh, Five hundred size. So um. And he will say, I'd like to get a bigger one. I go, cool, I'll take one apart and let you have it. So they get my X7 two-blade. And then I've got a Kraken 580. I just made in my RAW last weekend. Sweet. And I've got a Kraken 700 Nitro and a Diablo 700 Nitro. Very cool. Hmm. You should give him one of the goblins instead. (laughs) 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 That's a pretty good spread. I mean... Yeah, it's, it's it's all quality stuff, right? Right, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I forgot my favorite, my Galley NX7. Mm. 
Yeah. See, there we go. Now we're talking. <laughs> How many flights you got on that NX7, uh, well, Greg? So that NX7 was the first 700 class machine I got. I got it in 2017. And wow. I guess I've got 1,200 flights on it. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah that thing's that's just... A, that's a good flying alley. It is. It just... Um, there's something about it in the air. Just it's big. <laughs> it, it growls. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just it's it's neat sounding. It's got a pretty neat like I feel like the the canopy on NX7 is like it's got a big presence, so to speak. You know, it's like bigger yeah. than than average 700. Mm-hmm. It's definitely yeah. a big ass canopy. Yeah, it's it just feels. There's something about it. Just the air. It just feels. It just has a big visceral presence in the air. And then I went and found a guy that does custom canopies, and I took a picture of the Align canopy, the blue and yellow one, hmm. sent that to him, and he did a custom canopy for it. So, yeah. Very cool. All right. Important question. What do you do for a living to support your addiction to helis? Uh, not get in trouble with my wife. It's <laughs> <laughs> a full-time job, right? Full-time job. No, I am a general contractor. I... Nice. Uh, we're an industrial commercial general contractor in Phoenix area. We build large concrete tilt buildings. We do tenant improvement offices, medical office buildings, manufacturing spaces, things like that. You see, specifically, I'm a project manager. Okay. So I'm the guy that goes golfing on the weekends and during the week when superintendents <laughs> remind me I don't work for a living. Mm. <laughs> I, might, I might actually run into you in one of these VA projects. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's why I'm a contracting officer in construction for the VA. Oh, I do. so you're the guy I chase around. Pretty much to give you the money because there I made you, you do work. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> Sounds like I need to get to know you better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I tell the people, you know, do the work and I'll pay you. <laughs> you know, you that's how it works, right? We work yep. and pay. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, even more important question nitro or electric? Yeah, nitro's <laughs> my soul. I think it's a, it's a religion, isn't it? It is. It's mm. a way of living or life. Nitro. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> do Do you guys have access to nitro pretty easily in the Phoenix area? So we used to. <laughs> okay. uh, Empire, uh, which used to be the Galway distributor in the U.S., carried nitro. They had, ex- you know, JC's ankle got VP stock there. And um, when they started getting low on heli fuel, I bought like the last six cases. Well, I've got four and a half cases left, so I'm not sure what's going to happen when I run out. <laughs> It'd be a, a loud cry. No! A loud cry. <laughs> but there, there, uh, some of the local hobby stores are um, going to start stocking for us, so we can get it. A lot of the RC car guys will say, look, want to place an order, let them know and when they order in their fuel, they'll have a case put on there too. Nice. Yeah, it was funny, I went to the hobby store here and I said, hey, I'll take two. So he ordered two cases and when I went and picked up the two cases, he goes, what do you mean? I go, yeah, I said, I'll take two cases. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes, I thought you meant two gallons. I go, oh no. <laughs> yeah, one <laughs> gallon, that's only yeah. five flights. That's one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move into more important stuff. We're going to talk hobby-specific. But before we get into the general questions, do you have 
like a special, funny, memorable story or stories from your time in the the heli hobby. Yeah, when I so I, I I got involved with Galley early on in flying. I still kind of call myself a happy hoverer, but um, really back when I was, I don't think I could even fly inverted yet. And we were up at the Las Vegas Fun Fly, and I'm standing here with, you know, I mean Jamie Robertson's there, and you know. There's some fantastic Gowie team pilots standing there. And they walked up and they looked at the Gowie team group standing here and they said, all right, who's going to do the noontime demo? You know, I don't think, I don't think that I need to hide because, you know, who's going to have me fly, right? You got these great pilots here. And they all looked at me and go, yeah, Greg will fly it. (laughs) What the hell? This was that whole thing where, you know, they said, will the volunteer step forward and everybody else step back? Type of thing. And, the pros. Um, yeah, I thought, fine, let's go do this. So I remember I was standing here waiting to go, and the guy in front of me is like Ben Stork. I mean, I'm, I, someone like him. It was probably Ben, and I forget who was going out after me, probably like uh, uh, Nick Maxwell or something. But here I am, stuck between these two just phenomenal pilots, people that I watch videos about, you know, learning how to fly, watch them fly. And I'm going to go between them on a demo. And um, I'm thinking, I'm in trouble here. But what was neat was is, um, the guy in front of me walked up and he goes, hey, look, don't do anything you don't feel comfortable doing. Just get up, and if all you want to do is hover and fly circles, just hover and fly circles. And I thought, that's pretty cool. I mean, he went out of his way to kind of make me feel comfortable and said, don't, you know, don't push it. So I literally lifted off, and at that point in time, I didn't hear a single person behind me whole world got quiet. I just flew my little flight and did my little deal. And when I landed and turned around, everybody's like cheering and clapping. And I walked by the next day. I go, Hey, listen, don't let them make you do anything. (laughs) 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 Just to mess with it too. But no, that was one of my more memorable moments is that first moment of just thinking everybody's watching me. (laughs) Don't mess up. (laughs) All eyes on you, right? (laughs) Oh yeah. You know, that was that was probably one of my more memorable moments. Nice. So, what was your worst crash? And I've seen you crash once, I think, and that was memorable for me. But what was your worst crash? Well, see, I don't know what that was. <laughs> oh, it was that time I was up at the Heli Bowl, and JC was there. You were having some issues with your NX7. I don't remember what it was, as servos or something. And you lifted it up, and it went right into the ground, started chicken dancing. Oh yeah, and oh, then JC, good. and then JC walked towards him and started yeah, chicken JC. dancing towards JC, like chasing him. So JC started running away from it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we yeah. I cleared the ground, and the PPM cable came undone. So oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Right when it cleared the ground, it was six foot off the deck. The PPM cable came off, so basically it was you know a free flight model then. It literally <laughs> rolled forward into the ground, and and you're right. Every time JC stepped up to stop it, it started rotor tilling right at him. Almost yeah, it was like it was. It's like I said, no, don't you dare come near me. You know? <laughs> we stood there, and I'm thinking, how do you stop this thing? Yeah. <laughs> um. No, my more the most memorable one for me was, um, I'd been practicing uh, inverted tail first, and I on the sim. And I felt pretty good about that. So I'm thinking, all right, time to go put this in real life, right? So I go up to the field one weekend. I've got my Galway X5 out. And I'm, I 
get inverted and I'm going right to left and I'm making that outbound turn. And somewhere out there at about 11, 12 o'clock, for whatever reason, I just stop flying. I don't drive the tail anymore and I'm inverted. The thing just kind of rolls over and goes straight into the ground. And it lands on the head. I'm thinking, man, I'm better than this. I, I do this thing. So I go home that week and I get the helicopter all ready to go. And I come back the following weekend and I've got my X7 in the air now. And I do the exact same. <laughs> inverted tail first, right to left in the exact same spot. If you videotape both wrecks, they probably look identical. And I was ticked. So I get it put together. And the next weekend, I show up and I've got every helicopter I've got in the fleet. I got like all six birds. And I set them all on the table. And I basically say, listen, we're going to lift off. We're going to do this thing. And either you're going to make it through it or all five of you are going to be laying in that corner of the field because I ain't picking you up and I may just leave. And um, the first helicopter, and I cleared it. I got through that corner, and I didn't wreck, and I've never looked back. But that was one of those moments in time where I thought, I just got to lean in and just just fly through the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember Dis- discipline in your, your helis like their kids probably did some for it, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think it was the threat that I'm not going to go pick you up. I'm going to leave you over yeah. there. Five carcasses are going to lay in the corner of the field. All right, listen up. Nobody's getting ice cream on the way home. If this- <laughs> <laughs> you're fixing this or you're staying home, you know? Yeah, no, that was, that was, and I think that was just a mindset. I was just realizing I'm going to get through this. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm just going to fly through it, right? Because it's a big yeah. mental game on our side, right? Yeah. Very cool. So uh, through the years, what has been your favorite model? The last one I flew. The last one you flew. Nice. <laughs> Fly. You know, yeah, everyone will say that. What's your favorite model? And I go, well, the one I just landed. <laughs> to me, every helicopter I lift off the ground, I just love flying them. Yeah. You, know, I, you hear people talk, well, this is my favorite. That's my favorite. If you had to truly, honestly pick one, I'd probably say it's the NX-7. It has a special place in my heart because it was the first large machine I flew. I've got so many flights on it. Um, and I don't know what it is about it. I mean, yeah, my Diablo 5 is just as good or better than it does. But for whatever reason, when that one's in the air, it just sounds different. It feels different. Sure. I, I'm braver with it. Um, you know, but probably because it was the first one and I've got so many flights on it that it just probably has that special place, right? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally, I totally get it. You know, it's kind of like the N5C. It's like... You know, to date, I can't say it's been the best flying model that I've ever flown, but it holds a lot of great memories, you know? Yeah, I've got my my place on my wall where they all hang. As dumb as this sounds, I've got a piece of paper that's taped in its spot that says King of the Hill for my X- <laughs> X7 hang. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. So, uh... I know the East Coast, we got a lot of fun flies out this way. Um, I know they're a little bit more spread out your way. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But what would what's the furthest that you've gone to get to a fun fly? Urcha. Oh, wow. You made it to Urcha. Yeah, we've, I've done Urcha the last two years. And the year, my first Urcha, we drove. Mm. There yeah. we go. How many hours did that? Hear that, Gucci? He's not scared to go. <laughs> oh, we Jesus. power drove. How many hours? It was like we started like Sunday morning, got done, got there Monday night, and we drove like 28 hours of nonsense like that straight through. Oh, 
Oh, oh my god. We didn't stop. Well, we stopped for fuel and restroom breaks. <laughs> Myself, Dylan, Donnie Pesci, my daughter went with me, Shane Homer went. We uh loaded up, had a trailer. We hold the trailer. If you drop the door, it was a wall of stuff. You know. <laughs> and we hauled straight there and didn't stop all the way in. That's Pretty amazing. Long. You guys didn't do the Gatorade bottle challenge? they call them trucker bombs no we stopped and what's funny is because I was driving a smaller vehicle I think we only got like 200 miles range wow we got no we had no gas mileage (laughs) were you pulling it with a Fiesta no a six cylinder explorer oh Oh, my Yaris (laughs) we were mad on the accelerator going like 60 mile an hour and that was it you know, That's you didn't funny. miss a gas station because you wouldn't make the next one. Right. <laughs> That's oh. awesome. <laughs> yeah, we got there and flew all week long and power drove home. So you coming to this one, 2021? Oh, yes, sir. Nice. Yeah, Are you going to drive? No, the last year I flew, I figured out that uh, helicopters fit in the golf case. I mean, golf clubs fit in a golf case and they fly for free mm-hmm. <laughs> well, i brought my golf clubs last year nice is anybody's listening <laughs> fair we have uh one of the guys that, that used to fly with us out here he moved to mexico and he would fly up here quite frequently to, to kind of hang out he has family and stuff up here so he moved to mexico because of work yeah. and he would do the same thing flying with helis in a golf bag but he would keep one golf club in there just in case they asked him what's in it and he could say a golf club and he would, technically wouldn't be lying in case they opened it up. <laughs> I like that. I might do that. Yeah. <laughs> so Brent, in there. you just got to fly, man. Get your golf case. Come on. Yeah. Well, the problem is it's right at the beginning of the school year. So. Yeah, but it's, you, it's the beginning. It's not actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't need another right. teacher yet. No. That means you have all your vacation time back is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they aren't even listening yet, right? That's right. No. No, they don't listen anyway, but yeah. <laughs> Plus, they're virtual. We got, there's Wi-Fi out there. That's right. Greg, it's, it's like a construction project. You know, in the beginning, oh, we got time to make up the time. Don't worry about it. Yeah, Just exactly. Let, you know, plenty of time in that school year. Plenty of budget, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to start saving now. You can't buy any more F3C machines. Yes. Right. Yeah, that's for sure. Got to bring uh, those out there. <laughs> All right, Brent. So we'll see you there. All right. Perfect. I'll try. I'll try. Yeah. All right, Greg, what keeps you in the hobby? What keeps you motivated? Getting better. Yeah. You know, this is, that's when I switched from airplanes to helicopters. That was the thing that really intrigued me about the helicopters is just the challenge. I thought he was going to say the Gowie girls, but all right. Well, see, I missed all them. I guess that was the year before, right? I started flying. But. (laughs) <laughs> no, well, the helicopters are just infinitely more challenging. Um, there's not a single moment during a flight that you can take a break or, or you know, on an airplane, you can let go of the sticks and the thing will fly across the field. I swear, you let go of the sticks on a helicopter, the thing will find the ground instantaneously. But um, there's just so much more you can learn, and I feel like there's, I can fly for 60 years and still be scratching the surface. Right. That's nice. that's true. 
That's very true. <laughs> oh, and the other neat thing about it, it's like anything else. You, you go out and you practice something this weekend, and the following weekend you can see improvement. You've got that feedback, that, that, um, that I don't know, the satisfaction of trying something and getting better at it and seeing it. Doing something today that I couldn't do last week. Yeah. That's what keeps bringing me back every weekend. Nice. Yep, definitely. So, since your king of the hill is the Gowie NX7, tell us a little bit about the time with Gowie. You had, what, about two years or so? So, I flew for Gowie. I, I joined Gowie, I think, uh, January of 2018, and I flew with them until uh, January of this year. Hmm. Wow. So, quite a little bit of time, right? It's not like it was a fling. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. No, it was a lot of fun work flying. I, I met J.C. Zankel and Mike Donovan, those guys out here at the uh, Search of Heli Bowl, and um, literally just started flying the Gowie helicopter because that's what they flew. Right. And one of those guys would recommend if someone comes up and says, what helicopter should I fly? What radio should I get? And I say, well, look around at the guys that you're going to learn to fly from and buy that because that's what they know and they'll be your best help, right? So I went and bought what they flew and um, figured if I needed help, then they knew that best. And next thing you know, I start, I'm flying more with them and they had me join the team and kind of how I got involved with Galley. That's awesome. That's awesome. And that's good advice too, you yeah. know? <laughs> mm-hmm. So while, while we're on the Galley subject, it, and I don't know if you know anything or if you can say anything, um, but what's, what's the scoop with Galley? They've been pretty quiet recently. Uh, I don't know. I, like I said, I, left Gowie in January and joined Heli Direct. I'm flying as part of the Heli Direct team right now. Um, I think, honestly, Gowie's very, very busy in their commercial drone. And I think that's where all their resources are put right now. Oh. Um, maintaining that part of the business. Uh, I've, I've never heard anything contrary to them. You know, everything, They continue to support the hobby. Anything Heli carries Gowie parts. Get your parts from them. Um, they're great flying machines. Like I said, I've still got an X7, uh, NX7, and, my, and they're just phenomenally flying machines. Yeah, I've, I've loved every Galway that I've owned. And they're, they're easy to put together. They're easy to maintain. And like I said, I, I don't, I'm not very good at maintenance. They're la- they laugh at me because when my X7 lifts off, it sounds like it's got 800 flights on it, probably because it does. It makes all sorts of noise, and it rattles, and the thing's just solid locked in and flies like a champ. Very cool. So you mentioned HeliDirect as being your new sponsor. How did you get linked up with them and what was the motivation to, to join up with those guys? So part of this hobby, so Grant, I love to fly on the weekends, right? Every Saturday and Sunday morning I go out and I get, I fly all morning. I get, um, but during the week, unless you're wrecking, where's a piece of wood so I can knock on it real quick. Um, there's the hobby kind of stops unless I'm going to start taking machines apart and putting them back together. I made the comment. I'm not very good at maintenance. I don't like to maintain them. If it ain't broke. Why fix it? Right. I probably should get better at that. Mm-hmm. But, um, I can't, instead of buying and building helicopters all the time, which gets really expensive, I get me divorced. I needed something during the week. So the night thing was I'm heli direct. They've got a lot more products that I can play with things that I can, you know, buy a charger and, learn about that or 
go pick up a 580, a Kraken 580, and build a 580. Why that? You know, I mean, you can only build so many Galley X7s before you have a wall of X7s, right? Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> also, being able to fly with Heli Direct, it just opened up a larger product line sure. that I could, for lack of a better word, have fun with and enjoy. You know? So, in their product line, what are you excited most about? Like, what's, what's a Heli that you want to try? So, oh, I already got them. <laughs> nice. What'd you get? The, I fly in the Kraken 580. I got that first. Okay. I've probably got about 40 or 50 flights on that. I built mine with a 12S setup. I'm running the 610 mm-hmm. Rotortex on it. Right. And um, the other machine I just made in this last weekend was the RAW. RAW. Yeah. <laughs> RAW. Um, so, yeah, I joined the RAW uh, brigade and I. And that's been a phenomenal machine. Everything about both the 580 and the RAW, just SAB kits, they go together so well. The manual, I mean, there's a parts baggie for every page. Mm-hmm. So you're not digging through a big parts bag trying to find so many screws and washers. You've got a bag that goes to page five. You open up that bag and all those parts are consumed at page. So the model instructions were phenomenal. So it's not like one-page manuals with a lot of luck. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and they're really, they're really well written. You know, um, good descriptions on how to build the model that you don't leave a lot to be. Well, they leave no guesswork. Right. Um, no so, uh, shapely frame stiffeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What they went together? For? They went together great, you know, and they flew great. Okay. Those have been my fun ones to play with, the 580 and the raw. Yeah, and there's probably a 580 Nitro in my future. Mm, I got a YS60SR sitting on the, my table, saying I need something to go. Yeah, man. I need to. I need to fly. Fly me, Greg. Yeah. Do Turn it. To the air. I want to go out for ice cream too. <laughs> right. no, I'm gonna give you ice cream. <laughs> and then the other fun of it, the other model I have a lot of fun with my, was a Diablo 700 Nitro. Mm. Ooh, there you and go. Built one of those, and my good friend Jason Blaylock uh, took my canopy. And he goes, "Hey, um, I well, I, I photoshopped some flames on the front, and kind of made the joke. Hey, look, my canopy's flaming hot. And when I showed up the flying field, everyone went, where are the flames? I thought that was real. <laughs> <laughs> so my buddy Jason Blaylock, who we fly with, he goes, "Hey, I've got a vinyl cutter. What if I took your canopy and put some flames on the side?" And I said, dude, that would be fantastic. So he took my canopy home on a Saturday afternoon. He's cutting the flames. And he calls me that afternoon. He goes, hey, uh, Greg, um, do you trust me? I'm thinking, oh, no, what went wrong? He goes, I go, dude, I trust you. He goes, do what you got to do. He came back, and that canopy looks amazing. <laughs> got, got flames and red and black and overlay. And it's just, he did a beautiful job. and. I'm almost now afraid to hel- fly the helicopter. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It looks awesome in the air. That's I'll just retrofit one of them uh, Borat swimsuits on there. And yeah. You won't care what, what happens to it. Yep. <laughs> so oh, what, what, uh, what other sponsors do you have? So I fly for Ego Drift. And I'm doing uh, helping them put some videos together now on some of their motors. I fly for Expert. So every one of my models carries expert servos on it. I fly for Bavarian Demon. I fly the Axon. 
And um, I fly for KBD, KBD team pilot. And just this week, I am swinging for Mania Maniacs. Nice. 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 Congrats. Yeah, That's awesome. I'm now Maniacs. Nice. <laughs> team Maniacs. Wow. Maniac. And then obviously, Heli Direct, I made earlier. Yeah. <laughs> All great products. Yeah. And yeah. people that are dedicated to putting good products on the market. Well, they're dedicated to helping the hobby grow and people in the hobby. And guys, this this hobby is full of just fun people, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's so. Talking about you know the hobby, you know, what do you like the most about the hobby right now or ever? As a matter of people, fact. we joke. You know, we show up at the field mm-hmm. at seven o'clock and we leave at one o'clock, one thirty, and you flew ten times. Well, that's 40 minutes of flying, right? I'm there for six hours, and I've flown for under an hour. So what are you doing the rest of the time? Yep. Running your mouth, telling stories, telling lies, right? That's right. Yep, exactly. And, and you, you go to Urcha, and you drive 30 hours straight, spend six days hanging out with a bunch of retards playing with your toy helicopters. <laughs> it's, that, to me, is the neatest part of it, is sharing this with people and hearing stories about other people's flying and, and helping each other out. You know, you help somebody and they help you. And it's that camaraderie, that, that kinship that it mm. brings people from all walks of life. From, I mean, if, if everybody was a helicopter pilot on the planet, there'd be no war. There'd be no hunger. <laughs> right. Just, just yeah, some yeah, brand we'd all be broke. We'd all be eating wrong, uh, yeah. noodles and noodles. And... But we'd be happy. We'd be happy. This is true. Yeah. Our wives wouldn't, but we would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We might sure. be all divorced. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's the neatest part about the hobby is the people. Just phenomenal people. I've met some of the neatest people in the hobby. I agree. All right, Greg. Um, I know that I'm your favorite pro, pi- pro pilot of all time, but who would be your second favorite? JC's <laughs> um, ankle. Yeah, JC's cool. ankle. JC's ankle. He is okay. the guy I first started watching fly, and the person that you know, I would, I'd have a problem with a helicopter. He would take a part off his machine to get you flying again. Yeah. It's true. Just, I mean, he is the um, epitome of a great person. Helps people out. He would show up at a flying field, and he would not fly himself. He'd help other people. He was always helping someone to a helicopter to the point where I think, dude, you need to sneak away so you can actually fly. You know, but just one of those guys who was always giving. Um, and you watch him fly. and My Lord, it looks like a ballet in the air. You know, on my YouTube channel, you know, when you, start, you go to a YouTube channel, there's always one video that pops up. The video I've got right there is, a, is JC with his NX7. All I can describe it as he's dancing on top of a water puddle. Yeah. <laughs> and that helicopter is just doing little flips and spins, and it's just so gentle and delicate as it's dancing. It's just a beautiful dance. And he flew like that. And um, I try and model my style after that type of precise, graceful, always pirouetting, always transitioning, smooth, and, you know, smooth, but crisp flying sure. that's the probably the person i probably try and model my fly style after that's awesome 
So talking about you know modeling your 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 flight style, what current what maneuvers are you working on currently? So currently, um, I'm trying to get better at my Piro TikToks. Takes me a while to get into them, and once I get into them, I can only hold them for half a dozen before I start you know getting wonky. Yeah. Um, I'm feeling pretty good with my Piro funnels in the clockwise, and now I'm starting to go the other direction. And then I'm 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 trying to do all things Piro right now. Uh, Piro loops, you know, Piro funnels. So basically, push that stick to the right on the rudder and keep it the bird in the air and fly it. Oh, oh sir, right stick. Uh, left and right, right? Because yeah. we need to fo- focus both ways. Do we know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want to be like a Zoolander. I don't. I, I need. I would like to be an ambi turner. Yeah. Nah, we're we're all NASCAR fans here. We like yeah. left turns. I was gonna say, I'm, I'm a five trick pony. That's it. That's all you get. <laughs> oh man. So talking about maneuvers and stuff. Um, we, we here at the Heliheads know where you really learned all those. So. We wanted to know if you thought that the the full pull school series helped you through that uh, training period. What? <laughs> full pull. Full Nailed pull. it. Full pull. That was the perfect answer. <laughs> See, that's what happens when Scott is not here. Sorry, Scott. Oh man. <laughs> the what? Huh? But an even better question is, yes. you know, would you tandem with Scott Graham? Mm. Um, whose helicopter could I borrow? Mm, fair. Um, Brent's. Brent's, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have 3C mm-hmm. machines. At, at yeah. Sriracha. Poor at Brent Sriracha. finally decided on a helicopter and you're going to tear it up. <laughs> Because let's be honest, if 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 you say yes, we're gonna hold you to it. If you go to Urcha, are you going to Urcha? Yes, sir. Mm. Bring Urcha. This is it. Yeah. We're gonna Urcha it all up, tandem style. Mm-hmm. Make sure you save room in that golf case for Brent Tilly. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> well, Brent's or coming. Me. He'll let me borrow, right? Oh yeah, that's right. He is coming. Brent's coming this year. <laughs> at Urcha. Uh, that's awesome. He's going to petition that the school year starts later. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> wow. I was going to have those right? like, mannequins or something that I can teach remotely, but I'll just stand there. <laughs> I'll find something. I'll find a way. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the next big thing for you in the hobby? What, what you got going on? What's your next move? My next move? Um, just keep flying. Um want to keep focusing on, like I said, I want to keep keep improving on my flying. Always looking to progress. Um, I, I think that's pretty much it for me. It's just continue to try and improve the flight style. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So what sources do you use, you know, to get knowledge and information about the hobby? You know, uh, HeliFreak's always a good one. Um, you, you, Facebook is obviously where everyone hangs out and harass each other. Which you is, mean? You mean SAB lovers isn't the one that you? Go to? <laughs> <SAB> <laughs> lovers, yeah. You know, but um, honestly, trying to hang out with people like yourselves, you know, making connections with people across the hobby, and that's you know, all the people you've met over the year. 
you stay in connect, contact with them and you're always sharing information and sharing ideas and sharing successes, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a lot of where my resource comes from is, you know, uh, you have a question on maneuver and, you know, a friend of mine, Dylan, who's back east, you can call up Dylan or holler at him and he'll say, hey, look, here's how I've done it. Or, you know, you've got, you know, Donnie Pesci or Danny Juarez or guys that I've flown, you know, met across the country. Just uh, keep in contact with them. And, and I fly with some great guys here. Um, Lee Taylor's a great pilot. Mike Weatherly's a new guy coming along. Jason Blaylock, we give him a hard time. Um, we keep th- He's a young kid that can fly the skids off a machine, and we always threaten to go down there and cover his eyes while he's flying. <laughs> <laughs> but we're all pushing each other. We go to a flying field, and um, Jason will create a new move, and we'll call it the, uh, a J-talk. <laughs> you know, so we'll we'll copy that. We'll do something, and we'll go, ooh, that looks good. And so we'll copy each other's maneuvers, and and I've got a, I've got the video of Donnie Pesci flying John Serio's Diablo Nitro at the Southwest Heli Rodeo this year because I've watched him fly, and he's got a transition he does in a figure eight where he comes outbound away from the flight line before he turns back into the line. And that thing pirouettes, rolls, flips, and spins, and I haven't figured out what it is yet, but I've got that saved to my computer. I will slow that down and figure out what he's doing, and I will copy Donnie. (laughs) Very cool. But, you know, that's funny. You watch videos, and you see, ooh, that's a neat maneuver, and you break it down, and go, I want to go figure that out. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. Cool. So I got a chance to buddy box on this, uh, on the NXS project that you guys did up there. JC and Mike Donovan came up with. So can you tell us a little bit more about that project? So the NXS was, um, you know, I made the comment when you, you need something to do during the week, right? JC, yep. Mike, and I were all thinking, let's make a 600 helicopter. You know, Galley went from the X5 to the X7s. There was nothing in the middle. And JC and I are both nitro heads. So we sat down and said, well, how do we build a 600? Do we take an X5 and make it bigger? Or do we take an NX7 and make it smaller? Well, I was messing around with my YS60 at my desk, and I realized the um, clutch stack and everything just bolts around top of the, NX, the YS60. So literally from the motor up through the clutch stack all the way to the rotor head, you had all those parts. All you need was some carbon fiber frames. So I literally sat down with, I broke out the high school drafting table. And I literally copied the NX7 carbon fiber frame side, drew that on AutoCAD, and then shrunk it down to fit the YS60. And um, it literally was probably about 80%, 85% the size of the NX7 frame when we got done. And it's, it was a YS60 in a shrunk down, scaled down NX7 frame side with the X7 tail boom cut down, obviously cut down the torque tube, threw the tail box on it, and threw some 600 blades on top. And I grabbed a T-Rex 600 12-ounce uh, tank and fit that in the body, and we made a 600-class nitro helicopter, and the thing flew phenomenally. It did, I put yeah. 180 flights on it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I, I got the buddy box with it with JC one time, and uh, it was my only time or my first time flying a nitro, and, man, that thing was cool. JC's ankle? Yeah. 
Yeah. Man, I don't know who this JC guy is, but his ankle's really doing things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Mike, I invited him to our fun fly since he lives in Indiana now. He's got oh, more good, talent man. in his ankle than you do in your hands? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but that's the helicopter that we took over to Palomar, that San Diego fun fly. And one of the nights we were out there flying, I think we just took a whole gallon to the flight line and it, it landed, we refueled and took off again. At one point, we were playing past the transmitter between us during a flight. I'd fly it, I'd hand it to Dylan. Dylan would fly a couple circuits, hand it to Shane. Shane handed it to Ben Stork, and Ben would hand it to Gail. I think we had like eight of us all playing, playing past the tranny as the helicopter flew in the dark. You know? <laughs> past the tranny? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was, just a, it was just a fun... We knew a little... She was a little heavy, you know? But, um... She flew great. She had junk. She's, still, she's in my heli room under the table. <laughs> I can't get rid of her. I I kind of wish, though, that that's what would have come to market. The NEX-6 or whatever it was, like, I just, I was like, wait, this is not what you guys were working on. And Well, we weren't, that was not a Gowie-sponsored thing. Yeah. That was just a bunch of right. geeks in a field making a helicopter, right? That's what I'm saying, though. I kind of wish that that would have been the one that came to market, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. The the NEX is that what it is? The NEX six. NEX, I think. Yeah, I think yep. that's what. Yeah, that one. I, it kind of felt like a ripoff, almost like almost like it's been something that was sitting on the shelf for a while. They just kind of stuck out there. You know, the canopy looked older, retro kind of look to it. And that was kind of the goal was that more retro look, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what they say. Yeah, I built one. I right. flew a hundred flights electric. I did the conversion to nitro, and I flew fifty flights of it on a nitro. But we wanted a, a, a 600 size NX7. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what that NXS was. And the S was for 6 SIX, but my wife named it NX Sexy. I think she was talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> or that tranny you guys were passing around. <laughs> I was trying to do like. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh. So where do you call home? Where's your home flying field? We are we fly at the Search of Superstition Radio Control Helicopter Association. It is in East Mesa. Hmm. Searcha. That's our home. Yeah. So Sriracha? It would yeah, be better hot here. Sriracha. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean we need to we need to help you guys out. <laughs> Throw some sauce on it. Yeah. <laughs> well we are hot, you know. Mm. So. There you go. But no, it's basically it's a little retention basin that the city of Mesa um, set up as a set aside for RC helicopter pilots. And there's you know, our club consists of about on average seven to eight guys that show up and fly there regularly. Wow. You know, any one weekend there's five or six of us there flying. Hmm. That's awesome. Sounds like more more space to fly, right? Yeah. When you only have a few folks. It's a big yeah. Field, you too. um. You get a good fair share of you get your fair share of flights in. Um, it's just helicopters only. There's not even a runway. It's just literally a retention basin we fly out of. That's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. a great little field, and the city takes care of it for us. They do a good job, and um, we keep it up for them. We try and be good little members of the community, and works out great for us. Very cool. We hold our rodeo there. We got to find a different field for the rodeo every year. Yeah. So uh, speaking of the rodeo. 
Yes. What, uh, yeah. Explain that to us. Like, what, what's it like to go to the rodeo? How did it start? Um, so the Southwest Valley Rodeo is, um, I think we've been doing it for 13 years. I've been involved with it for the last four. Um, and our thought, our goal is it's all about the fun. So we try not to do anything other than just fly. We try not to hold events. We try not to make it anything more than show up. We set up five fly stations and just fly. We do, like everyone does, we do the light towers at night. We have night flights. But um, our fundamental thing is it's just about having a good time. A bunch of people show up, fly helicopters. We don't even do demo hours. We just literally start sun up to sundown and fly all night. That's awesome. That's how it should be. Yeah, you know, in my opinion. The original crew that set it up, JC, Jeremy Turner, Mike Donnelly, when they first set the rodeo up, it was all about just, and that was the th- that was our motto. It's all about the fun. We tried not to make it any more than just that place where everybody can come and just enjoy themselves and share. Yeah, it's a really it's a really great event. Um, I just remember because um, I've been going probably for the last probably six years or so, six or seven years. And um, I just remember seeing like Kyle Stacy fly in person for the first time. And a lot of the pros would would come down like Kyle Dahl and Jamie Robertson and um, and Nick Maxwell and everybody. And it's just really cool to see them in person. You know, it's able to to see them fly in person. So that's what I always loved about the Southwest Heli Rodeo. Oh, you got to see them when they do their challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the challenge was crazy. That was. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, that's that's the can't-go-upside-down challenge and stuff started there, right? Yeah, yep. so they came up with that during, I think it's three years back, the Kyle Dahl Challenge. And um, it was a, a group vote. So two pilots would go up, and the rule would be, all right, you two, your flight versus his flight. And um, they take turns and you cannot go inverted. You got to do fly as hard and whatever is, you know, demonstration. You get so many minutes of don't go over, you know, you can't grow past 45 degrees. And they do that. And then they vote and cheer. And whoever won would go on advance the next round. And I tell you what, they wrecked more helicopters than I saw. There was a pile of debris behind the flight line because <laughs> you took away half their maneuvers, you know? Right. And it was funny watching them just. Try and fly without going inverted, or then the next will be okay. You could fly, but you got to go inverted. You can't go upright. <laughs> wow! <laughs> you know, yeah, it was it definitely was, entertaining. It was fun to watch. You know. Yeah, I remember they were uh, either Facebook Live in it or somebody put the videos up on Facebook for it. It was mm-hmm. it was pretty entertaining, man. They definitely threw those guys through a loop. Oh yeah, you took away half to... their yeah half the routine was gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and it was fun to watch them have fun. Right. right. Show up and just play. You know what I mean? That's awesome. That fun. Yeah. So you were also you were also involved in progressive heli learning. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so when I first started flying, um, I'd watch uh different YouTube videos. And you'd see a pro pilot say, Here's how to do a TikTok or here's how to do a Piro flip. And they would fly that maneuver so perfect. And then I'd go to the field, and I couldn't even start to fly the maneuver. I'd be wonky left, wonky right. And it felt like there was a disconnect between these great pilots and the happy hoverers amongst us. 
So um, we started thinking, how, what if we put together a video series where we took you from what's the first step to learn how to fly to more advanced maneuvers? And we did it in the um, premise of instructor talking to a pupil. So I played the pupil role, and because obviously closer to being the pupil than Shane, Shane was uh, Shane's a great pilot. So we literally would say, all right, and we'd treat this as a you'd watch Shane teach me how to go through these things. And so we would literally um, do a video on how to, you know, like a hovering video on what some drills to do to improve your hovering, and if you're going to start, try these things here to learn this. And we literally advanced all the way up, and we think we did like 15 or 16 episodes. But the other thing we did is we hosted a weekly live sim session. We all we use next. We'd open up a, a one hour live sim session where we'd jump on and we every week we would try and have like, all right, tonight we're gonna practice this. And um we broke it back to basics, talked about precision and control and doing different things. Like we put the training circle on. And try and fly around the training circle. It was funny how many people that are great pilots would go, wow, this is hard. <laughs> yeah. And we tried to go back to basics and um, had a lot of fun and had a lot of people give us great feedback that it really showed them that step away from those fundamentals. If you go back and work on the fundamentals, your other skills get better. And we emphasize left hand and right hand flying. So that was a lot of fun. It helped me learn a lot as well. Just learning how to learn, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And to this day, I still have, and here's what's the weirdest thing. To this day, I still have moments where I will be standing at a fun fly and someone will walk up and they'll go, hey, 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 hey you're that Greg guy from Progressive Heli Learning, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, kind of neat. Cool. That is cool. neat. Is it still so, active, your YouTube channel? So my YouTube channel is still active. I still put, you know, silly videos up there, you know. Okay. Perfect. Or why my new hobbies is playing with my video editor. But I still try and create videos. I still try and do flights where I talk because I figure that um, there may be someone out there. I'm not a great pilot, but I'm a decent pilot. And I think that watching someone fly and hearing them talk about what they're thinking may help somebody somewhere. May say something that clicks for somebody who's trying to learn something. Right. And there's been so many people that have helped me in this hobby that I thought if I can help one person, that'd be great. And every now and then I'll have someone fire me an email and say, hey, look, I'm practicing funnels. Can you do a video on funnels? So, or someone goes, hey, I was watching your videos on auto rotations the other day and you said this and what'd you mean? And we talk about that. So it's kind of neat having people reach out and see something you did and ask for help and you give me a hand. Right. Perfect. Cool. Yeah. Well, Greg, man, we certainly appreciate you coming on and having a chat with us and uh, taking time out of your day. And um, man, it's been an amazing time, but uh, we certainly do appreciate you coming on. Well, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Well, if people wanted to get in touch with you, how could they do that? So I'm on Facebook. And uh, my name is Greg Ringley, and I got a YouTube channel. I'm available there as well. Um, both those ways, both those are I'm pretty active on Facebook and on YouTube. All right, perfect. All right, well, let's close this guy up. Uh, if you guys would like to get in touch with us, uh, you can hit us up at theheliheadshow at gmail dot com. And uh, if you got show ideas, you want to come on the show and hang out, just like Greg here has. 
then get in touch with us. We certainly love to hear from you. What else we got? Uh, you guys can jump over and make sure to like our Facebook page. Follow and subscribe to us on Podbean and on iTunes. And don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, maybe we won't forget about it and read it on the show. Uh, but we probably will. We probably will. Yeah. Uh, but this, let's not forget the other heli podcasts and video personalities in the hobby. And just like Greg just mentioned, you know, his YouTube is still active. So, you know, just go scour the YouTube because you there's a lot of information. Yeah. And it, it's cool. And, you know, if you have a chance, give them a like, give them, you know, send them an email, contact them. Because like Greg said, it's it's important to, to stay in contact with those folks that you follow. So do it. Bacardi and Cola, do it. Nice. Do it. All right, kids. Yeah, ring the bell. Let's do it. Parting words. Gooch, what you got? Well, let's get this show on the road. Hashtag flag baller. Shot caller. You know, Genesis roller. All right. Hashtag F3 sleep. Hashtag Scott will not fly my Genesis. Maybe. Maybe. maybe if, well, you know, he wants to 3D that shit. I'm like, dude, it's got a 4035. That's where you look at him and you say your next hashtag, you know, like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hashtag. Who we at with the budget? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where is that budget? We've been trying yeah. to figure that out since I was on the last you show. Know? Yeah. You keep you keep telling us that you know we need to stay within the budget. I don't know what the budget is. So, <laughs> how about hashtag long distance, yeah. long distance? We'll, we'll see. And then the last one, Mike really wants me to do this. Hashtag see you all at the Spring Fling 2021. Oh, there it is. You heard it here, folks. Yeah, he's gonna be there. <laughs> Uh, you're going to make me drive 30 hours to make it there, aren't you? Yep. yep. <laughs> all right. That's all I have, folks. Thank you. All right. Yard sale. What you got, buddy? Let's see. It's been a while since I've done this. So, uh, hashtag making a comeback. <laughs> I like it. Hey. Yep. <laughs> hashtag I may be upsetting Canada. Mm. More to get... come, possibly. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, hashtag because I love Hoblins. Hmm. Do you want to uh, unpack that, or are we gonna wait? I think. Uh, I think we let it linger. Okay. Yeah. All right. How's that song oh, go? Sounds good. Let it linger. No. <laughs> Damn. Don't do. Never mind. Wow. Man. There you go, Greg. Yep. Greg gave you the next one. Hashtag, I need my day job. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag, there's no budget for your singing career. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, no episode is complete without hashtag Equipo Esfinter Social. <laughs> All right, Brent. All right. What you got, buddy? I got, of course, hashtag nothing magic about this guy. <laughs> hashtag here's Gucci it, hashtag flag apprentice I'm Gucci's apprentice oh he's taking yeah. his wing yes 
And then hashtag I'll be F3C in ya. And then <laughs> hashtag I changed my mind again. And I got it for my wife tonight because she found out I got another helicopter. And she's like, wait, what happened to the other ones? And uh, <laughs> you sold them again. And, and you, you keep changing your mind. And I said, yeah, that's why they call me Flip Flop on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I thought like, it was what? a shoe. <laughs> and hashtag warm weather dick, as mm-hmm. always. Ooh, I got some new ones down here. Hashtag Sriracha Life. <laughs> Fine. At, at Sriracha. Hot. 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 And then hashtag see you all at Urcha. Yeah. Yeah. Another yeah. one you heard here. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So we've got for me hashtag July 15th through the 18th. Come to South Kanukistan. That's an important one there. Make sure you devote it. Um, <laughs> Try to get there, Gucci. I'm gonna try. Really? I know. Seriously? I might yeah. be able. I'll be in Michigan in that time frame, and it's about eight hours away from my dad's house. So, well, I mean, you just get in the golf case and mail yourself. You yeah, know? if I if I can make it, if I'm still in Michigan, I'm gonna try to make it. So, if nice. we have to come pick you up, three hours is right. not that bad. <laughs> Perfect. So then we've got uh, from from our boy Brandon Cooper. We got if you don't fly well. Then at least crash well and get it on video. <laughs> very, very important. That's right. Video or it did not happen. We got hashtag let's get raw. And of course, my <laughs> lifestyle is SAB broke always. <laughs> and a new one from Eric out there in uh, the groups. He says hashtag a little dip dip and break the tip. That's how you tighten bolts, folks. <laughs> that is how you br- tighten the bolts. <laughs> is, he, is he from the south? That sounds like a southern hashtag. I don't know if he is or not, but um, I might have modified it just a tad. So <laughs> I made it a little more southern. <laughs> a little dip, dip, a little dip, dip, and I break the tip. Mm. So uh, yeah. Um, so speaking of budgets, uh, hashtag where's my batteries? <laughs> <laughs> The way you could be charged. Oh, man. I'm telling you. Just my luck. At any rate, let's get it out of here. So last but not least, we have hashtag too old for hold. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode number 41 with Greg Ringley. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys next time. See ya. See you guys. We sold more stickers. We'd be able to buy Mike a real mic. Well, just 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 a quick tip, business tip: do oh. not order any more funneled flags. 
Yeah, um, that's some good <laughs> advice, Gooch. That's some good. I advice. could have told you that was a bad business decision. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he wanted to do something nice. And- you, you just need one or two for Monty, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. If Scott is not coming, let's rock it, man. Yeah, I don't think he's coming. Let it rip, huh? Yeah, let it rip, tear it up. All right, what episode is this? Forty-one. Forty-one. Yeah. Holy hell! All right. <laughs> Going for a while. Been doing it a while, huh? Not me. <laughs> he's just now coming. I've back. been on holiday break. Yeah. Sad part is, is people are like, "Yeah, Mike, you need to come back because the show's dying." <laughs> All right, you uh, you guys ready? On that note. Oh lord! For a while. Creamy. Creamy. A la crema. That that tickles. Yes, with or without the beans. Put in there for you. (laughs) All right, here we go, Greg. You know, I freaking forgot to go get some of that, like, well, the night stuff, whatever, Mucinex, whatever, because it kind of does the same as NyQuil. I should get some NyQuil and just down the whole damn bottle. Dude, that's that's what I do for real. When I start feeling sick, I fucking take like four of them bitches before I go to sleep mm. for like two days and you're, it kicks the shit out of it. Yeah. My mic wakes up and Man, you don't wake back up as president. Months. What happened? <laughs> right. <clears throat> How the fuck did Brent become yeah. president? <laughs> Russia. <laughs> when did I move to Russia? <laughs> How did me and Darren Weens become fucking roommates? <laughs> the new Canadian. What? Oh shit. Yeah. That's freaking funny. Yeah, I I gotta say, man, um, that 105, the non-regulated 105, is freaking awesome. Yeah, boy. I love that thing, man. I the next time I get a 90 nitro, that's probably what I'm running. I might test out the uh, <clears throat> the 3ds with the um, power tune because uh, it'll be muffler oh, pressure oh, also. Oh, just <laughs> stop, stop. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the 105, man, it's a good one. If you gotta put parts from other motors to make <laughs> it a good motor, is it really a good motor? Oh, God, Mike. You know, some tough I'm just saying. To the guy you could just open the box. The last three months. <laughs> <laughs> so, a buddy of mine has a rave, and we picked up the YS120 mm-hmm. and put the power tune kit on it just because we saw a 120 or last year that felt like you couldn't even bog it oh yeah and so far yeah you can beat that thing hard and it doesn't even over you know what else you can beat really hard oh shit i'm sorry i couldn't i couldn't resist that was a good, that was a good oh, one. Oh, God. Oh. God, dude. Kill me here. Mm. I told you you're more than welcome to yes. come and negotiate. Yeah, Dan invites me out to dinner to explain to his wife why it's important for him to go to Springfield. 
That's hilarious. Oh, uh, so yeah, um, sriracha. <laughs> I sriracha. <laughs> uh, that's their home field. So basically, just kind of tell us about it, <clears throat> and then he's going to tell us about like what it's like to attend the Southwest Rodeo. So do we want to make it like uh, so. What what do you call or where do you call home? Sriracha. I'm sorry. It's never going to be Sircha. It's going to be Sriracha from now on. Love me. Yeah, exactly. That works. Kevin, you're definitely getting that one. Oh, shit. So it's like sponsored by the Sriracha's. Sriracha's. Okay. Yeah, the Sriracha's organize it, but we <laughs> so are your members called Srirachians? <laughs> Srirachians. Yeah. I like that. We gotta create T-shirts. Like Srirachians now. Yeah, I'm a fellow Srirachian. Yeah, we are now ruined, <laughs> but we're all hot. <laughs> Man, I'm uh, digging this. Mic. Fuck, Mike. <laughs> Scott's not even here. Oh my god. Uh, all right, I'm good. Okay. We've got last one but not least, we've got uh hashtag two oh for hold. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode number forty one with Greg Ring I said Greg Ring. Wow. Oh no. my god. Wow. Try to- <laughs> you you been well, drinking? Well no, he, yeah. he said Ringley I, said I, I called him it. Ringle. It's what's terrible. So both those work. Yeah. Uh, where's let's, JC's ankle at? Where's <laughs> that ankle at your show? Let's try it again. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, I won't All keep right. you. Um, I want to get in bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a race to hit. Oh. I got batteries to charge. <laughs> batteries to charge. There you go. Uh, All right, you, right guys. you guys be good. Yeah, man. Great. Right. Thank you, buddy. Again, I see you, Greg. <clears throat> right, take care, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.